Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, A Bad Time to Rebrand. The team sat together in silence. Usually with these men, conversation came easily. But tonight, everyone was a bit tense. Tomorrow was a big day. Tomorrow, competition with their chief competitor would come to a head. They were sure that within 24 hours, their fates would be sealed, and they would either come out ahead or be uncomfortably unemployed. So they sat around trying to find something to talk about, but they kept lapsing into silence. One of their co-workers dropped by. Hi, guys, he said. We got a new directive from management. We're rebranding. What? said the team in unison. Yeah, apparently the boss came up with a new logo. He wants all our materials to have the new logo on them by tomorrow. You have got to be kidding me, said the team lead. We are hours away from the most consequential moment in our company's history, and he wants to change our logo now? Is he nuts? Everyone gathered there shared the team lead's frustration. But they knew as well as he did that while the boss was many things, he was certainly not nuts, even if he chose a bad time to rebrand. Fine, said the team leader. What does this logo look like? His co-worker showed him an example. The team looked over it and nodded. They weren't quite sure what the letters in the logo meant, but they shrugged their shoulders. The boss wanted to rebrand. He would get rebranding. At least they would have something to do this evening besides failing at small talk. They grabbed their company-branded gear and put the new logo on it. The next day, their place in the market was assured. It was a lot of hard work that day, but the boss was able to outplay their competitor. By the end of the day, the competitor was doomed. The team celebrated, as did their fellow teams, all the way up to the big boss. And their logo changed. That last-minute rebranding turned out to be fairly consequential. It was probably wise that the boss had his employees change the logo on their gear at the last minute. After all, it's good to do what you're told when the person telling you is an apparition in the sky, especially when that apparition promises you victory over your competitor. For the boss saw this logo in the sky the day before that consequential conflict between him and his competitor, known as the Battle of the Milvian Bridge. In that battle, Maxentius was defeated by Constantine the Great and his army, bearing the new logo on their shields, a logo about which the voice from the sky had promised 
In this sign, you will conquer. A logo consisting of the Greek letters Chi and Rho, the first two letters of the name of Christ. And for this week, that's the word. So many people are familiar with the visual of a Cairo. They may have never heard the term Cairo, but it's on many vestments in Catholic churches. And it's simply the P with an X, smaller X usually on the stem of the P. But of course, the Chi is the X, and then the Rho is the P. And that's the first letters in Greek for the name of Christ. Right. The X is pronounced C-H in Greek. And what looks like a P is pronounced R. Exactly. I wasn't the best at Greek class. I took it for a year. But believe it in, in, in Rome. But one of the greatest lessons I learned from Greek class is actually about John chapter uh or the John chapter two to John chapter four. So really wasn't a Greek class. It was more about understanding a literary style that was being used, which shows the genius of the early evangelists. And then also was the fact that there's some Greek in St. Peter's Basilica and a little bit about the alphabet. But that's <laughs> my extent of uh, Greek there. I can really say it's all Greek to me. That's better than me. <laughs> but one interesting thing about this, because you, we're saying that the X is the first letter in Greek, it's the CH sound. Mm-hmm. That is actually where we get the abbreviation Xmas that you sometimes see. I remember seeing it in Looney Tunes cartoons, but it's sometimes mistaken for a secularized shortening of Christmas where you're taking Christ out of Christmas. But no, the X is just short for Christ. So it's Xmas. So when you see the X mess, the thing that is missing is the P when you have the Cairo, but the Chi is there. And that's, right. of course, the first uh, letter in Greek for the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's very fascinating. So as we're getting ready for the season when people start having their Christmas cards, you know, if you see somebody say happy Xmas written down, you can just presume that they know a little Greek. It's a neat logo. Constantine, of course, didn't get baptized until his deathbed. But because of this battle, when he became emperor, he issued the Edict of Milan, which not only allowed Christianity to not, no longer be persecuted, but it ended the persecution of all religions. And so it all comes back from that powerful sign, which, of course, represents the power and the glory of Christ. So, in fact, you actually gave me an idea. I may actually do that with my Christmas letters this year. The Cairo. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can find the story extras for this story, A Bad Time Tour Brand, at sonsofthunderrock.com, where you can see what the Cairo actually looks like if you're still not sure after our description. Sonsofthunderrock.com is also the place where you can find our social links in our email if you want to reach out to us, give us feedback, or give us story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.